Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 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 Got over money. Pistol.
Okay, family. Well, welcome to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. Sorry about that little delay there. These buttons, sometimes my computer is so slow, it can't keep up with me. But anyway, I want to welcome you to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the show, the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. How's everybody doing? How is everybody doing? Hopefully everybody's doing well. We took a little break there, so everybody should... Uh, be looking forward to this show tonight, and uh, hopefully we get some uh, feedback later on how we did over the break. I, I did a couple of shows uh, kind of off the topic, uh, but we uh, wanted to do something a little different, uh, give ourselves a rest. Believe it or not, those other shows are a fourth, use a fourth less energy than this show, believe it or not. There's a lot that goes into these family shows, and so hopefully everybody is doing fine. I want to thank everybody for being on the phone lines early. Those of you who have called and are already on the phone line set and ready to go for another show, and I uh, see my favorite callers uh, are here early. Um, I want to shout out to Bubba Jack from California and the private caller, whoever you are, whoever you are, you know who you are. Just want to thank y'all for being early. Y'all are always early, but there are uh, quite a few other people on the phone line as well. Thank y'all for calling and being in the house early on time. But those particular callers are always, always, always on time and have been doing so for many months. So thank y'all. Again, you tune into another show. Um, we are a 13-state family. Um, we are in 13 different states and probably more family, to tell you the truth. But for sure, we're in 13 states all across the United States and various parts of the world as well. Don't forget, we got Charity in Israel. we got Chris Booker somewhere in Europe. Although he may be in the States now, Chris come home from time to time. And then I heard we had somebody in Japan or something. So I don't know. I'm just, um I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing somebody. But anyway, um, thank you all for tuning in to another episode. And let's do this. Let me go ahead and bring on our co-host all the way from Austin, Texas. Let's do this. Eric Code 512-922. Uh, Miss Darlene Douglas, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Well, how are you doing, young lady? I am good. I am good. Uh, well, say hello to family. We had a little two-week two, two, uh, break, so I'm sure they would love to hear from you. Hello, family. I hope all is well today, and I hope everybody is waiting to hear the show for the night. should be a great yes. show. Yes, it will be. It definitely will be. And family, uh, uh, it is going to be a great show because we're doing the first tonight, as I put out in the promo, we're going to have on... Um, uh, uh, a branch of the family that we haven't had on before, and that is the Uncle Sonny Boy side of the family. I guess I should say Albert Douglas, better known as Sonny Boy, and uh, I think you have a couple other nicknames, but Sonny Boy is, is the most popular one. So we'll have Uncle Sonny Boy uh, family on the on the uh, line in a little bit. Uh, the one and only Mr. Uh, Eldrick and his wife, Reza, on the phone in a little bit, folks. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that interview tonight, and hopefully uh, some family on that side of call as well. So anyway, Darlene, uh, what did you think of the shows we did over the break? I know you got a chance to listen to at least one of them. What do you think of the shows we did over the break? And I'll put a little music in the background here. Don't be alarmed by it. <laughs> okay. I, I enjoyed it, along with the break. So it was something different. So, like I say, I enjoyed uh, the show. Yeah. Just a little something. A little something different. Now, I was telling the family that um, it actually takes less energy to do those other shows 
than these shows. These shows take a lot of energy. And uh, I got the 13 states. If I want to just go ahead and mention this real quick, or darling, hold on one second. Uh, but folks, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. Uh, again, I only got 11 states here. I must at least update my list. Darling, just let me know what state I missed. But this is where we're at family right now. Those of you who listen to the uh, uh, Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network for the very first time, because I see some numbers I'm not familiar with, those of you listening, for the very first time, we have family all over the country. And like I said, various parts of the world. But for sure, we have family in Kansas, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Alaska, yes, Alaska, Oklahoma, and then Ohio, and I forget one more. The last one we added, I forget. But that should be about 13. Well, that's 12. But anyway, fam, we're all over the place. We're all over the place, and I just want to just say hi and hello to everybody that's listening to those various states. But anyway, darling, back to what I was saying. Um, it takes a, a, a little... A, 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 not that much energy to produce some of these other shows, which is just as good, just as powerful. So we just had to take that break. But what did you think of the shows, uh, darling? As I was saying, the one that I I listened to was good. It was very informative. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we'll do that, Phantom, from time to time. We'll go and, and, and take a break and uh, just do that. Talk about some other things that's happening around our world, and you can tune in. As a matter of fact, while I'm on the topic, uh, this show is called the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network, okay? Uh, our base website is out of Facebook. It's from Facebook, okay? We have an Ed and Isabel page on Facebook. And, darling, we just recently hit 300, didn't we? Finally. Yeah, we went over the mark. Yes, so we now have 300 Facebook members from various of those 13 states are named, various family members. Uh, and I know there's a lot more out there, so I want to just encourage everybody to keep spreading the word on Facebook so they will be a member of the Edmonds location. Being a member, you get information on what's happening all around the family. You may paste posts, you may, excuse me, you may post updates, events happening in the family. You, you can also post uh, pictures of what's happening. We really encourage you to do that when you're out and about. Just just snap the photos and just, we don't want to get all into your business. Sure, uh, you've got better things to do than tell us all your business. We just want you to just kind of give us a sample of what's going on with you. Names, be sure to put names on the photos. But uh, yes, that, that Facebook page is there where we can connect. Because family, we have three goals on this show. Three goals. And the goals are to become less strangers by exchanging pictures and names and, and uh, understanding what branches, who is from what branch. That's, that's the first phase of it. And then the second phase of it is the once we do do that, start networking with one another. Start networking with one another. I mean, you know, okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I jumped, I jumped, I jumped. That's not true. The next phase of it is to start encouraging and uplifting one another. Okay, now that we know who each other is, who, who are, each other are, is the next thing is to start, you know, encouraging uh, on this particular blog. Um, uh, you can do that through also the, the 
page by putting out encouraging things. Just we just want to lift each other. It could be through prayer. It could be through just conversating, calling each other, talking to each other. We just want to be an uplift. We want to make this very um, positive. We want we want to, we want to just encourage each other and strengthen each other in any way we can, especially through information. And the third thing is to start networking with each other on various levels. It's not no certain way to network. You know, you can network spiritually, you can network financially, you can network socially, you can network just all kind of ways, folks, spiritually. So we want to do that for sure spiritually. The first should have been the first one I named. We want to be keep each other in prayer because and, 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 the enemy is real. We 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 wrestle not against flesh and blood, as Ephesians, the book of Ephesians 6 say. So we want to do these three things with this block, with this gathering, with this, I call it a fireside chat, this, this coming together on Tuesdays. So this is uh, one of the reasons we have this block, is just to, to uh, establish these three uh, different phases of goals, okay? So family, anyway... I want to talk about a little bit tonight. Tonight, uh, we're going to be talking about Uncle Sonny Boy a lot. You're going to hear that name, uh, Elbert Sonny Boy. And, uh, darling, I think you had some, uh, uh, why don't you go ahead and just go through his tree, if you don't mind. I know you're the expert on, on who's related to who. <laughs> if you could do that, that'd be wonderful. Okay. Uh, Albert Douglas Sr., known as Slim Douglas, also known as Sonny Boy Douglas, mm-hmm. was born June 18, 1909, in Burleson County, in the Mount Zion community. <clears throat> Excuse me. His parents were Ed Douglas and Isabella Kennedy. Um, Uncle Sonny was the proud father of 12 children, four daughters, eight sons. And I'm going to go through his, his 12. Tenny Mae Douglas Bull, Blanche Douglas Baylor, Orange Ree, baby sister Douglas Bill. Yeah, call her baby sister. Mm-hmm. Douglas Cooper, who um, her son and daughter-in-law is who we are interviewing tonight. Okay. What's the name again? Douglas, Thelma Douglas Cooper. Okay. Albert Douglas Jr., better known as Junior. Willie Frank Douglas. Alan Douglas. Billy Douglas. E.C. Douglas, Willie, Joe Boy, Douglas, Eddie Douglas, and Arthur Douglas, and I have four living descendants of Uncle Sonny. That's Orange, baby sister, Arthur, Willie, which is Joe Boy, and Eddie. Um, and we had uh, Before we mentioned this Before about He was instrumental In buying the gray markers For his parents And he who? a sister You talking about uh, Sonny Boy? Yes Uncle Sonny okay. Boy uh, Provided the gray markers For his parents Ed and Isabella 
his sister Dorsha, and his brother Kermit. And um, I'm going to say his sister Annie Mae, which is Anavara. Um, oh, okay. Um, okay. Average, who we're uh, interviewing tonight, in 2007, it says that Uncle Sonny had 105 grandkids, with yeah. which means yes, which means that Eldred is one of those, one of the 105. And then wow. in 2000, no, I guess listen, <laughs> he had 200 great grandkids. 200. So, yeah. Wow. 200 great-grandkids. So, with that being said, it means that Eldridge and Risa have four kids, so they are four out of that 200 right there. And he has 60 great-grandchildren in 2007. Wow. I would imagine it has went up. Um, we talked about his height. That's a lot. You know, yeah. Wow. And, uh, Uncle Sonny, <laughs> you're still going over all those. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> and folks, just so y'all know, I'm sure you probably know by now, but they are the largest branch of this family. That's why another reason I'm really excited to be doing this show tonight. Uh, keep that in mind. But go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> Uncle Sonny stood, wouldn't you think, real close to seven feet tall? Six foot five anyway, right? Six tall. Uh, six, yeah. And he stood very tall, which that kind of demanded attention. Um, let's see what... Um, we talked about Uncle Sonny being a businessman... And as you can see, Eltridge also is a businessman. And um, he worked for a sawmill there in Fort Worth and uh, self-employed welder, which is great because <clears throat> I forgot which year uh, Uncle Sonny lost three fingers. He lost... Yeah. Yeah, he lost one arm and three fingers on the other. And he was a family man, and um, before we said he was a kind man, a good man, a great man, and um, that's actually, okay, the accident was in 1951, so when he lost his arm and his fingers. Well, tonight, folks, tonight. Uh, like Darlene was just talking about, we're going to have on uh, Thelma's Douglas Cooper's son, uh, Elric, and his wife, Reza. And uh, so we're looking forward to that tonight. I just wanted to do a little uh, bio of Sonny uh, Boy because a lot of you don't know who he is. And so uh, just don't want to take it for granted. Everybody knows who Uncle Sonny Boy is. Some people never heard of him. And so there you have it. It's just a little bit more. We actually did a show on him, just go to our Facebook, the Ed and Isabel page, which you should be a member of. Move down, move down till you see Uncle Sonny Boy. You can see everybody, all of the brothers and sisters. And we did a show on Uncle Sonny Boy earlier. All right, Miss Darling Douglas, let's do this. I want to do 
the birthdays quickly, if you don't mind. Quickly, we got a full show here lined up. Um, so, I'll do the same. I think I'm going to do a little different music for the birthday. I always do uh, do something a little, uh, see if I can find something a little different while you're getting the birthdays together. But anyway, family, I'm just so excited we was able to reach that, that 300 mark. I want to just tell y'all that was really a very good thing. And uh, just to think that you got 300 family members that are connecting on Facebook. Remember, that's one of the goals of this show is to connect. And we are doing just that. So I wanted to just, just congratulate again the family for um, for pulling it off. Okay? And uh, we're going to keep building, keep building until we get every single family member. It's just that simple. We're going to keep on building. So I'll just go with this old song. But I just want to just say that. Um, so I can't say that enough. 300 is a lot of people, a lot of people. So darling, let's go ahead and do the birthdays. We'll just go with our old birthday song with Stevie Wonder. And um, if you could, please. Okay, we have Coleman, Twig, Douglas, July the 7th, Sandra Booker, the 5th, Charlotte Prune Parrot, the 5th, and she's celebrating in heaven, Juan Booker, the 8th, Barbara Douglas, the 8th, Ashley Brown, the 8th, Emma Emma Mickey Booker, the 15th. Greg Douglas, the 16th. Yvonne Moore, the 16th. Christina Deloney, the 18th. Barbara Catherine Douglas Griffin, the 16th. Arthur Milton. Bernamay's husband, the 21st. Okay. Lucretia Bell, the 22nd. And this one you shouldn't forget, okay? Lydia Turner, the 29th. <laughs> yeah, that's my daughter. I, 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 I won't forget, trust me. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was like three. I have. Five new ones. Verna. Okay. Turner. Is that Verna? your sister? Yeah, that's my sister. I think the uh, the nineteenth. Okay, I didn't even know that one. That's pretty good. I didn't know that. But we call her Moppy. Yeah. We call her Moppy. Yeah. So I didn't know Moppy yeah, had a birthday. Yeah, well, That's a boo for my part. <laughs> Denise Turner. Denise Turner is my sister-in-law. Her and my brother no longer okay. married, but she's still in the mix in the family and everything. What birthday do you have for Denise? 25th. Okay. Tyrone Johnson? Do you know Tyrone okay. Johnson? I don't know who Tyrone Johnson... You know, that may be... Uh, actually, Celeste is... Uh, 
And if y'all haven't noticed, a lot of these people I do know because there's a lot. If you haven't noticed, family, whenever we do the birthdays, there's always a lot of Azalee and, and Ennis Buddy. Y'all know why that is? Because it's Darlene, the one that's, that's doing the announcement right now, and me, myself. And so we know a lot of our, our people and when their birthdays are. Or we've actually had them to send it to us or something. And that's why we have so many. So let me just say this. Uh, to get more birthdays from various parts of the family, y'all need to send those to us like we've been saying forever. If you can send those to us and we can announce it out, we want to announce birthdays from all over. And some of these are names from various parts, but mostly you're going to hear Azalee and um, uh, and his buddy. But yes, Celeste, Tanya, my sister, has a daughter named Celeste, and that's her new husband. So, um, Tyrone Johnson. Go ahead. I think it's the 26th today. Okay. Okay. Elizabeth. Happy birthday if you're listening. Elizabeth Kendall? Okay. I may have the last name wrong. The 11th and 7th. Deanna Brown? Okay. Do you know that? got a lot of them. Say the name again. Seven. Say the name again. Seven. Dina, D-E-N-A, Brown. Huh. I think you may be talking about seven. The only person I think seven is Celeste's daughter. And I think it's, I think Joe was before Celeste got married. But okay, happy birthday. Okay. I don't know another seven in the whole family. That's a very unique name, but I think that's my little niece when, before uh, Celeste got married. Well, family, that is a lot for the month of July. Happy birthday to every single one of you, every single one of you in heaven and on earth. And I mean that because I think uh, we never die, folks. We just switch places. So happy birthday to all family members. Some of the names I miss, some of the names we don't even have. Happy birthday to every single one of you. Uh, such a beautiful time to be born, to be a part of God's creation. And I don't take birthdays lightly. I really, really don't. But anyway, family, anyway, um, I just wanted to get that out of the way and uh, just to make sure we acknowledge birthdays. And I just want to talk about a few little things, and then we're going to go and take a short little break, and we'll come back with the interviews. Uh, also, if uh, uh, Mr. Eldrick or Reza, if y'all are in the building, go ahead and press 1. If you don't mind, on the phone lines, we can identify you. Um, you're probably listening since 8 o'clock, but if you could do that, I would appreciate it. Also, want to just say, family, from now on, hopefully we'll continue to do this, and that is weekly make a decree, uh, a weekly decree. So a lot of times on the on my uh, promos for the show, you're going to see what I call a weekly decree. What that is is uh, just asking the family to agree on something. You know, the Bible talks about the prayer of agreement. It's very serious about praying and agreeing on a particular thing. The Bible says, you look, say up to the mountain, if you say, if you say, if you say, it's very important you have to say it. If you say up to this mountain, be that removing cast in the middle of the sea, it'll be done. You have whatsoever you say. I, I did a show, the last show I think we did, we played uh, Karen Clark uh, shared a uh, song, Speak It, and we did a lot of talk about speaking, speaking, speaking. Uh, my wife and I have been doing a lot of talking about it as well in our personal lives. You know, believers, uh, are not, and I am addressing believers right now, 
But those of you that's not believers, you need to listen to this as well. I would recommend you listen to this. Well, I'm not trying to be nobody's pastor tonight, but folks, we got to start watching what we say and what we speak because we live and die by the tongue. The Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. These are scriptures that most of y'all should know. So from week to week, we you'll see I'll post something, uh, family agreement of the week or family declaration of the week. So look for that to come. And I'm very serious, very, very serious because we all coming together. Just We're not just coming together family to just play music and uh, just the interview although it's very important to get to know family very very important to connect these dots very important it's what we're here for but also it's nothing wrong especially many of us who believe in the scriptures and we really say we are christians to start declaring what the bible tells us to declare start speaking blessings over our family start saying that we're going to see our young people come to the father start saying that we're going to see our health to get better and start and even pray, you know, I try to stay away from prayer, to be honest, which I know this very sounds horrible, don't it? But I don't want to turn the show into a, a, a church, per se, because everybody's not down with church, and I don't want to scare our families. It's a time for us to come together. We don't have to always be in having church, per se, although in two or three are together in his name, we are having church. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But I don't have to be out there throwing prayer and all this because it scares some people away. So if you notice, I try to put a little bit of secular music a little bit of gospel, and I know some of y'all may not think it's a great idea, but again, we got family members that are not where you're at, okay? And from an evangelistic standpoint, you need to be wise and knowing that we have to play music that's appealing to, to all people, and then when we get the family together, we can start getting more deeper into spiritual matters, okay? That's actually what these additional shows I'm going to be doing. It will be doing. It'll be getting deeper, but for the show, for this show, family, we just want to be general. I don't want to get too deep. I've kind of gotten a little bit deep on these shows from time to time, but I'm trying to restrain myself and not get that deep on these shows on Tuesday. If y'all want to hear more of whatever your uncle, your, your, your cousin Seth have to say, tune in on Friday nights. We're going to start having a show on Friday nights and tune in on Monday nights. I'm going to be doing shows on those two days and we'll get more deeper. But I don't want to run off family from the Tuesday show because we want to come together and talk about family stuff, things we need to do, things we need to, things we aspire to do and be and and uh, to declare some things over our family. So that's where we're at with this show. I just want to get that out there from now on. Look for there to be some type of weekly de- declaration for our family. Uh, it looks like we have a, I think this may be our guest. Let me just double check here. Uh, Erico, 512, somebody has a hand up. I think this is our guest, though. 512-296. Go ahead with your question or your comment. Who am I speaking with? Uh, someone at the number of five one two two nine six. You on the air? Go ahead with your question or comment. Okay, this is um, Reza Cooper, um, wife of Eldrick Cooper. All right, Miss Reza Cooper, how are you doing so tonight? I just selected one to let you know we was on the line. We're doing great. <laughs> well, uh, are, are both of y'all there, or just you? No, we're both here. Well, hello, Mister and Mrs. Hi. How are y'all doing? Well, y'all say hello to hello? the family. We can hear y'all loud and clear. Go ahead and say uh, hello to the family, uh, Mr. Eldrick. Hello, how's the family doing? This is Eldrick Cooper. Just letting everybody know, just telling them hello. All right, all right, all right. Well, good to hear from y'all. I mean, it's really, really good to hear y'all's voices. <laughs> and I'm looking at, uh Say hello, darling. I know you're anxious to say something. <laughs> hello, cousin. <laughs> I am. I am happy to hear you. You too tonight. Very well, happy. listen. 
What I want to do, if y'all don't mind, is uh, just give us a little quick 30-second reason why we should listen to y'all tonight, which we're going to listen to y'all. But, I mean, tell, tell just let everybody know why they should stay tuned to hear what y'all have to say in the next 15 minutes. Yes, I'm I'll the, let the, uh, I'm the son. Hello? Go ahead. We listen. Yes, I'm the, yes, I'm the son of Thamma Cooper and the grandson of Sonny, Sonny Boy. So I just want to, you know, family. It was a, it was a great, you know, it was a great experience, and you know, learn knowing my grandfather that stayed up in Fort Worth, and you know, from my mom, I heard a lot of good stories. I was the youngest of, of ten, so being the youngest of ten, I didn't get to spend a lot of time there. So, but I did get to see him on a lot of occasions. Yes, 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 yes. And your grandfather's loved by this family as well as all the rest of your people. Uh, um, y'all are blood. We are, we're cousins on the on the, on the line tonight. And I want y'all to know that everybody listening on the sound of my voice is related. We got a few friends listening, but I just want to tell y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome. And Miss Ariza, I'll let you have last words, and then we'll put y'all on hold and come back to you in about 15 minutes. I guess I'm just excited, you know, just listening to the show to know that um, there's so many relatives that we don't know. You know, it's just um, – Amazing to hear that he has over a hundred and some grandkids and two hundred and some great grandkids. So <laughs> my um, kids got a lot of people to meet. So yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. And uh, uh, darling, let me do this. Let's, let's do this. Let's go through Ed and Isabel since we got them on the line. And I know we're going to interview y'all in a second, but I just want to do a few more things. Put y'all hold. Do a few more things, then come back to y'all. But really quick, darling, and I'll help you. Let's name the the son. And daughters of Ed and Isabel, just for those new family members on the line. Again, this information is on the Ed and Isabel page for those listening for the first time. You can find all of this information on the Ed and Isabel page. That is our giant family website. But Ed and Isabel, their children. I'll, I want you to go and I'll go, okay? Okay. You name one, I'll name one. Okay. Annie Mae, a.k.a. Alvara. <laughs> All right, and it's Buddy Douglas. Ezeli. <laughs> I'm just thinking Ezeli. <laughs> okay, uh, um, hold on. Um, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, I just said you Ennis Buddy. Hold on, I'm just going to name all of them. That's the best way I could do it. Otherwise, i got to think. And it's Buddy Douglas. Then there is uh, um, Ezeli. Then there is um, uh, Dosha. And uh, then there is uh, Lord, why am I? You know what I'm doing. I'm trying to do three things here. Okay, let me stop what I'm doing because I'm trying to look at this phone line. All right, there's anybody Douglas. There's Dosha. There is Azalee. There is Cavins. Uh, 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 I can't think of why I cannot think of Cavins' gr- grandmother. Lord, he's gonna kill me. Ain't Eddie? Ain't Eddie? Ain't Eddie for sure. And then uh, who am I missing? Who am I missing? I mentioned Dosha. I mentioned Azali. I mentioned uh, that's everybody, ain't it? No, MB. Well, help me, cousin. Oh Lord, can you? I can hear. I can hear Robbie just screaming at me. But like I say, family, uh, we have a whole lot of. There's seven all together, right, darling? Well, we only named six. No, we named all seven, didn't we? 
<laughs> you know, we didn't even name Uncle Sonny. <laughs> well, it's obvious Uncle Sonny. This woman right here. Okay. Anyway, family. <laughs> anyway, but that's your family. That's your family, and <laughs> and we're in 13 states. I don't know if y'all was listening earlier, but they are Kansas, Florida, Texas, California, Arkansas, Missouri, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, Alaska, if you can believe that, Oklahoma, and Ohio. So, we y'all have family, uh, um, Eldrick and Reza, all over the place, all over the place. But listen, let's do this. I go gonna handle a few more things, and then we're gonna come back to y'all a little later on. I gotta do some, uh, some, um, uh, some, some clips I want to play for the family. Y'all really enjoy this, and we'll have y'all back at about eight. Let's do about eight forty-five, okay? Okay. All right. Well, family, there you have it. Can't believe that I sit there and uh, there you have it. Y'all heard from our guest. That is the one and only Eldrick, who is the uh, grandson of Funny Boy and his mother Thelma. Y'all heard Darlene go through the the list of uh, of um, uh, siblings uh, of um, Thelma earlier, and so that is her son and his wife. And uh, if y'all haven't had the opportunity, go on the Invisible page and check out their slideshow. They have a lot of nice, very nice pictures of family. Good-looking family, wouldn't you say, Darlene? Oh, yeah, beautiful. Good-looking family. And I yes. have the opportunity, whatever, whenever I'm going to have somebody on the show, always uh, take the opportunity to go and look at their profile so I'll know who I'm talking to. And sometime our guests, kind of like this guest, to tell you the truth, like um, – Reza and uh and uh Eldrick uh went on the 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 site and they they have they have uh, done a whole lot of things. Hopefully they'll get into some of the things I saw. I'm not gonna even tell y'all, I'm gonna let them tell y'all. Just a lot of different championships I saw. Very, very active family family, just like so many interview interviewees we've done over the last uh, few months. We've done almost 50 shows now. We're creeping up on 50, and this family is full of talent. This family is full of intellect. This family is full of spiritual people. We have it all. We have it all. You know, it's just that simple. We have it all in this family. Listen, I won't do William B. tonight, and uh, we won't do Tasha tonight. Okay, we're going to do some couple, up, some other clips that I thought, thought was uh, very important. You know, there's a lot going on with the police. So I want to play this again about what to do when stopped by the police. I know some of y'all heard this over and over and over, but we keep getting all these new people, and so we want to get this this information out to everybody. So, family, again, I know some of y'all have heard this a thousand times, but please be a little patient, and uh, let me just play this clip along with some other information, and we're going to come back off the break and uh, interview the one and only Elric and Risa. Um, so y'all just uh, be patient. We'll be right back. Folks, you can't. You can't. Um, this information is just vital to young people. I mean, they just, our young people need help. When they're being stopped by the police, they don't. They just, you know how it is when you're young and dumb, but these days it can cost you your life. So that's why I wanted to play this again. So we'll be right back, folks. Check this out. If police flag you down, pull over immediately, turn off your car, and place your hands on the wheel. 
The police like to see your hands for their own safety, so wait until they request your paperwork before reaching for it. At night, it's also a good idea to turn on the interior light so that the officer can see you're not armed. Darren, do you see any ways you could have handled yourself better? Good evening, officer. How's it going? Did you know you were swerving between lanes? No, officer. Let me see your license and registration. Sure. My license? Here's my registration. Now, Darren, we've had some problems with gangs moving guns down this highway. You're not packing any Tech Nines, are you? No, sir. I didn't think so. So you don't mind if I take a look, do you? Officer, I know you're just doing your job. I don't have any guns or whatever, but I don't consent to searches. Perfect. Rule number three. You have the right to refuse searches. This comes directly from the Fourth Amendment. For your Fourth Amendment protection to legally apply, you must be prepared to clearly state your refusal under pressure. Everyone repeat after me. I don't consent to searches. I don't consent to searches. The officers can't hear you, so say it again. I don't consent to searches. One more time. I don't consent to searches. You a law student or something? So if I show that I know the rules, he might think I'm a law student. Or maybe I got big legal connections. Perhaps. But don't get carried away by saying stuff like, I know my rights, my Get out of my face, I'm going to sue you. Never tell the officer you know your rights. Show the officer you know your rights by asserting them calmly. You seem nervous. Is there anything in this car I need to know about? No, officer. All right. Please step out of the vehicle. Police may legally order you out of your vehicle, so you should comply. Walk back here with me. Stand right here for me. Now, you got two choices. You can make this better or worse for yourself. Now, if you cooperate, it's going to make things a lot easier on you. Beware that the police may legally lie to you, so never let false threats or promises trick you into waiving your rights. Now, if you don't, I'm going to call up a canine unit, and those dogs are going to rip apart your car. They're going to find what you're hiding. So what's it going to be? Refusing a search request is not evidence of guilt and doesn't give the officer the legal right to search or detain you. Don't get tricked. Unless you're detained or arrested, you may terminate the encounter at any time, but don't wait for the officer to dismiss you. Simply ask if you're free to go. There and those dogs are going to rip apart your car, and they're going to find what you're hiding. Like I said, what's it going to be? Officer, are you detaining me, or am I free to go? Good. This line can help withdraw you from an encounter. Saying you want to leave establishes that the encounter is not voluntary, which could help you later if you end up in court. Let's practice that line. Everyone repeat after me. Are you detaining me, or am I free to go? Are you detaining me, or am I free to go? One more time. Are you detaining me or am I going to go? All right. You want to play it like that? You want to bump it up to the next level? Fine. 
You stay right here. Don't go anywhere. Asserting your rights won't make the police love you, but it might make them extra cautious about violating your rights. Darren, this is a citation for excessive lane changing. Take care of that as soon as possible. Thank you, officer. Okay, folks, we're back. I just have to play that, get that out of the way. I just want to put that out as much as possible. We have rights, folks. We have rights. You know, I know the cops have got everybody scared to death, but I like what one attorney said. Just because they are t killing our boys unjustly don't mean you waive your rights because that's when the oppression really starts, when they know you're afraid and will not insert your rights. So no police don't have the right to search your vehicles, okay? But you have to handle that in such a way. You want to talk to them very respectful. Doesn't help. Doesn't hurt to say no, sir, yes, sir. I do it all the time. I'm 55 years old. I have no problem submitting to authority like that, folks. Okay, so young people, old people, everybody listening, please know that. we got to be very careful. A lot of these people, like uh, my one friend that's in trouble, in Cincinnati, one police officer, uh, who put it out there that they are looking for a reason to take our life. Some of them, not all of them. Thank God for good policing, don't you? Good policing, good policing. Kind of to go get your cat out of the tree. Eh, joke. But anyway, folks, we're back. Uh, darling, your line is open. Eric, code 512 Your line is open. And like we promised, we're going to go ahead and uh, go in and bring on our guests. And I wanted to just ask you, darling, uh, what do you know about uh, uh, Miss uh, Reza and Mr. Eldridge? Uh, Eldridge, I know you are there in the Austin area, and you see them a little bit more than everybody else. Uh, I mean, what do you know about them? Okay, um, Risa, well, I kind of hold a unique, uh, I, w I like to say special position with these two people. Risa and I share the same great, well, my grandmother was her great-grandmother, and they were twins. So I have that connection with her. And her grandmother... And my mom was classmate, friends, cousin, the whole big, you know, thickest thieves. And Eldridge, um, I grew up about 20 miles from Eldridge, not knowing okay. that I had relatives down that way. But I went to visit my cousin Ruthie, which is um, Reese's grandmother. And we was, I took my mom down and we were standing, we were sitting in the in the yard talking and talking and one of Eldred's sisters passed by and you have to know my cousin Ruthie she yelled at him because they didn't they didn't oh, really? they didn't wait yeah yeah she was she was something else she yelled at him and she then she looked at me and she said oh dog that's your kin folks you know like that and that was in the 80s so at that point she got in the car with me and she took me to cousin Thelma's house and that's how I met Thelma and her kids during that time but um, I'm like you I see they posting and everything on Facebook and, and mm -hmm. their four kids and, and and they are just really doing doing great things Easy. I saw the kids I saw the kids over the weekend. I wasn't able to stop. They were like selling barbecue or something on the um, 
Highway 77 and 487 in Rockdale, um, I would imagine it's for a trip because one of her daughters just got back from Las Vegas playing basketball. Yeah. And uh, I do know that. And, you know, they'll be able to tell you more about what's going on with their kids when they get home. But they just seem like really lovely people. And like I say, um, they have a lot going on for themselves. Well, I'm looking forward I'm to it. I'm going to let them come over well, let's go to the phone and line. get more information. Let's mm-hmm. go to the phone lines. Erico 512-296. Okay, Mr. Elric and Reza. Am I pronouncing yeah. your names right? Yes, you're doing a great job, brother. <laughs> Y'all have some very unique names, both of you. Your tongue has to be really uh, active to, <laughs> to say those <laughs> names. Reza, Reza and Eldrick, right? Yes. <laughs> well, thank y'all again for coming on the show. Thank y'all again. I really, we really mean that. Y'all are the first. May not mean none of y'all. I don't know if it does or don't. But uh, it is very important for us to hear from the uh, Uncle Sonny Boy side of the family. Um, and um, so hopefully this will open up the door to more coming on. I hope y'all spread the news about the show and the wonderful encounter y'all going to have tonight and how how we treat each other with, uh, with the red carpet treatment. And uh, hopefully y'all spread that to the rest of the family, let them know we love them and we want to hear from them just as well. We've done almost 50 shows. We're over 40 creeping up on our 50th show. And uh, I don't know if y'all listened to the show at the very beginning, but we went through all of uh, 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 it, uh, Uncle Sonny Boy children. And uh, we tried to, uh, we went through uh, Ed and Isabel people um, a minute ago, kind of stumbled on that. But y'all, we know those people. We've had them all on, so y'all have to forgive us for that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, I sent y'all some questions, and I want to go ahead and go over those questions now because. Um, we really want to know more about you. Just that simple. And I want to thank y'all for uh, sharing the photos, uh, Reza, that you sent. The very nice photos of your family. It looks, it looks like your boys and girls are really active. Uh, or, is that correct? Yeah, they are. We try to keep them busy. Yes, yes. And they're not just in stuff. They're winning. I mean, not, I know they say winning ain't everything, but it just so happened they are winning. So let's do this. Let's start off. We already talked about who you are, so we can skip question number one. But let's look at, uh, let's talk about uh, who are your children. Uh, Mr. Uh, Eldrick, I'll let you do that, if you can answer that question. Who are they, the names, and uh, uh, what city are, I guess every, all of y'all are in Austin, that's obvious. So who are the names? Let's, why don't you uh, just tell us a little bit about each one of them, and then I'm going to ask you the same question, Reese. I want you to name the same kids and just a little bit about them. I want to hear from y'all different things y'all might say about each one of your kids. So, Mr. Eldrick, if you can go first, your kid's name, and a little bit about them, and maybe in about, I guess about two minutes per child, something like that, two or three minutes per child, if you don't mind. Well, my oldest is Eldrick Jermaine uh, Cooper II. He just graduated this year, so he's 17 years old, and we're we're excited. That was our first one coming out right there. So that was a long journey. So, you know, we, it's kind of bittersweet, we can say. You know, you want to get that one graduated, but you kind of miss them, you know, because there's going to be times they're getting ready to grow up and you did all your work and you hope that you gave them enough tools to get out there and make it in society. 
and he's uh, he's on uh, working on his career. He's supposed to be going to the Air Force. We're waiting to hear something back from him on that. And my second okay. son is Gerald Keyshawn Cooper. I named him after my brother that's over me. He went to the service, you know, and we was kind of the last ones at the house. So, so he was dear to me. That was one of my, not just my my brother that was older than me, but he was my best friend at the time. So, and and that son there, he's a junior in high school right now. He goes to Elgin High School. So, and like I say, he he's a special kid. He, he's unique kid if you if people that knows him you know he's kind of quiet but he lo- he loves to read you know he's real oh, intelligent okay. old type kid but that that's probably be my doctor my doctor there because he, he he loves to read that's one thing he did not get from me he had to get that from his mom so but <laughs> but but I say I take he takes the talent after me but I got to say he, he takes it after both of us so you know real intelligent young man and so my third is Alexis, Alexis Cooper, you know, so that's my, that's, that's my red bird right there. She's, if anybody know her, her eyes, she kind of went way back and grabbed some of her, her grandfather's eyes. They, they say, they say she got it from over there on her, on her, her mom's side, you know. So oh, really? Her, her yeah, so, but she went back, but then I got my brother, the one that I named Gerald, he's red too, so, you know. So he she gets it from both sides. So oh, wow. she, that, that's the one. She's one of the ones that's going down to nationals to the Junior Olympics. She runs the hurdles. So she like say we're we're excited about that and she's just an all around person. You know, if you ever get to meet her, you'll love her. She just you know, she know how to you know, make the make the room light up. You know, I haven't heard nothing bad about her, you know, she just all around athlete, you know she's a good person, make good grades. She she has achieved to try to be become the best. So and that's a good thing about her. And my youngest daughter, oh, Ashanti, Ashanti Denise. So that that one right there, that's the baby girl. We was we with that one right there. We was not expecting her to come along, but she she was a blessing from the good Lord. So, but I'm glad she came because she. She is a person that that if you be around her, she is something else. She got a little bit of, of both sides to her, you know, from my wife's side and my side. She looks a lot like my my one of my youngest sisters, but she acts a lot like her like my wife's, you know, sister. So you know, she's a she's a a, a spitfire, I said like that. But she's the one that we went to Las Vegas and seen her play basketball. Oh, okay. Oh, she's a she's an athlete. She loves basketball. She don't she don't care too much for anything else besides football. She I let her play one year. Uh, she been she been wanting to play football and tackle football at that. And I was telling her like, no, girls do not play ba- football. And I finally let her play. Uh, the one year I let her play, they ended up winning the Super Bowl. And she started what? on offense and she, yes. And what so did she play on offense and defense? May I, may I ask? What did she play? She was more. She was a slot back on offense and on deep on defense. She was a defensive back. So she was she was one what? of the ones she would come ahead and, and get. <laughs> so, she got to but, be kids. Oh, I'm telling you, she she is. It, yeah, she is one of them ones that she gets out there and play with the boys. You know, she don't she don't have to play with girls. She 
she played with the boys in basketball, everything, and she loves horses. So that's one of the things she, I, I think I have to fuss with her more than anything about trying to go to trail rides. And she she loves trail rides. So, you know, wow. that's one of the things. Wow. Well, uh, you did such a good job. I think I'm a, uh, uh, well, go ahead, Miss uh, Reza. Same question. <laughs> well, I was going to say the same thing. I don't know what else I can add. I mean, my husband, he he spoke so, he said really the same things I would say about them. But I just like, you know, I guess I can, one thing I want to say is, you know, we've just been really, really blessed with some some good kiddos. And, you know, I do think that comes from, you know, parenting, grandparents. You know, we do believe that, you know, us coming from a small town, it takes a village to raise kids and just bringing them in church, and we just real family-oriented, and I think that has blessed us and allowed us to raise our kids to be successful, and our kids are still those kids that say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and, you know, you and I'm in education, and you don't see that a lot, and so even when we're in school, they were just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe y'all's kids still say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, so we're real big on, you know, Oh, Some of the wow. things that were in place when we were babies and, you know, when we grew up, like, we um, we stay with those traditions because we know that's going to make them successful. It doesn't matter that they these millenniums and times are different. Like, we know that they need to know their manners. Wow. And, wow. Um, that's good. I, I, no. Does somebody have something? No, and I was just saying, I think, you know, with my husband and I, we, you know, um, like you may see from our Facebook, like our kids or our life, because we do realize that if you don't invest in your kids then or keep them busy, then idle minds is what gets kids in trouble. So, like, our, most of our kids read all the time. We keep them in sports, activities, church, like, year-round because we want them to be productive and busy. And I know my husband didn't say it earlier, but um, we also want our kids to be well-rounded. So, we some of the few, you know, minorities. Our kids also show um, steers and um, heifers and mm-hmm. and FFA. So we um like we just keep them busy. What's and they FFA? Keep us running, um, What's FFA? Performance of America. So like they show at um you know they show at um junior livestock shows, major shows where you show you know like your steers. Um, what was you saying? Like farm animals. Um, for competition so like our oldest son he won first in our Lee County show and so I know y'all said earlier we in Austin my husband owns a barbershop in Austin but we actually live in Lexington um, okay. we, we, um, we, we bought some land um, in um, Lincoln Dope Springs area probably less than a mile from his mother's house um, and so we do live in Lexington and we commute into the city and so oh, wow. um, well, that brings me to the next question, uh, Ms. Uh, Reza, and I'll let you run with this one. Uh, I didn't put it on the list because I wanted to hear it organically. I want to know who is Reza. And then after you go, I want you to say, I want, uh, if you don't mind, Mr. Uh, Eldrick, I want you to uh, let us know who is Eldrick in your own words. Um. I um I guess first of all I'd like to say um I'm a child of God, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, 
I'm a sister. I'm a, you know, I'm a family member. I, you know, I do, um, I am an educator. I'm a, um, I'm the principal at um, Elgin Middle School where I've been the principal um, for seven years now. But um, I, I do believe that God and family is first. So even before I say what my career is, you know, I do, you know, I think it's most, most importantly that I am, you know, a child of God and also, you know, a mother, a wife, you know, and a family member because my family always come first. So, you know, I know through our posts you'll see that, you know, like I always highlight and I feel like I'm kind of the person like even um, she was saying about my grandmother, Ruthie, um, she had 11 kids and eldest mother had 10 so we have a huge family, and, you know, we kind of the two that try to keep our family together and, you know, see mm-hmm. different events for our family members to get together. I like that. I like that. Well, I'm going to ask you, Mr. Eldrick, the same question. Who is Mr. Eldrick? Who is Eldrick in your own words? Well, I got to say, first of all, I'm a child of God. I got to, you know, first give all praises to him because like say if it wasn't for him it wouldn't be no me and one thing that I can at least say I'm a family person family oriented you know I love my family you know first of all because like I say you know the way I put things in order uh, God first family second and everything else falls in order you know I don't put it in I don't even put my job or nothing else because like I say and and that's how you kind of grow uh, me i uh, I can only be me. I, I, I say that a lot of times. You know, I, I try to give back because it ain't so much what you're gonna what you're gonna make in this world, uh, how much you're gonna make, but it's how many lives that you're gonna touch during the process while you're here. You know, and the process we being on this earth is, is you know, to, to to excite people, to to build people, and you know, to, to really just to, to give. You know, give back. You know, that's one of the things that I, like I deal that. with. With a lot of the family functions, we, you know, like I say, my wife kind of touched on it. We do a lot of family events. We keep the family together. If it's coming to Thanksgiving or, you know, I do a big crawfish ball that it started out as a, as a birthday party, but I turned it into more because I felt like, you know, it was a, it was a way that in the first, I think the first probably 10 years, I gave it away free. And I think, you know, we had used to do over 200 pounds of crawfish and, you know, and and with all the wow. fixing, and I used to give it away free until probably about three years ago I started charging. And the only reason I did that because I had to clean up so much stuff, and I got to a point where I would hire somebody and to try to keep them, and you know, for they can I can give some kids some extra money. But but like like I said, that was just one of the ways that we just kind of gave back because you know God has been a blessing to us, and then sometimes it's. it's is being a blessing to someone else and having a good time, and like I say, and I and I, I got to say that that come from family values. You know, I didn't get to spend a lot of time with me being the youngest of ten. You know, my older siblings they always tell me about you know going to Fort Worth and and hanging out, and my mom used to always tell me about the you know everybody on that side. I got to you know meet them, you know, on a couple family reunions, you know, and it's still still trying to find out everybody and knowing who. Who, you know, so that's kind of one of them things. You, you know, you 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 try to learn your people, you know. So every time there's an event, you try to get to it or try to learn about it. So I'm sorry. So, wow. Yeah, I'm a, well, I'm an entrepreneur. 
you know, I own my own barber shop. You know, I've been been doing that for 20, 24 years. I'm in real estate. You know, I, I kind of deal with that. And like I say, we, we're in the cattle business to a certain degree, running the kids up and down the road, learning that 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 little, you know, part of our life right there. So, right. And I, yeah. I saw some horses. Uh, you know, your kids like horseback riding? Uh, oh, oh I, we was raised up around horses, all doing in the country. You can't do nothing but ride horses or, or get into something. So we, we're pretty much, we kept horses around. I, I got two or three of them at the house that's not mine right now that I need to try to move around, you know. But, but like I say, we, we're, we, we love just being in the country. That's just our little piece of quiet. We come to the city and, and come there and do what we have to do job-wise and learning, learning people. But in the process, it's, it's nothing like getting back to the country where, where the values are at sometimes. Wow. Ms. Darling, you got any questions for our guests? When when uh, you were speaking of Ashante playing Uh uh, football, I had visions of uh, how did you feel when she got the first tackle? (laughs) I know. Good question. Good question. Good, good. I, I, I was, as a father, I was coaching. They asked me to come coach. Too, so it was kind of one of them things when your daughter gets out there, you're like, okay, is she going to be tough enough when she get out there? But but when she got that first tackle, it was so exciting as as a dad, you know, and a and a coach. But most of all, as a dad, because you look at you, you're thinking, you know, to play this game, you just got to be, you know, I always tell kids, you got to have heart, and heart to carry you through a lot of things. You may not be the talented person, but if you got heart you'll make it through it, and she got both of them. She got talent and heart. And when I seen that, it just, you know, my I, I can't even put no words to express <laughs> how that happened, you know. So, and then, wow. so it's just, just one of those things. Wow. Well, y'all talk a lot about your kids, and I know that y'all are, um, I looked at the Facebook, and I, I, I'm sure people really, uh, your friends and family really, uh, really enjoy those photos of your family and all the things y'all do, but about yourselves uh, individually, uh, what do y'all like to do? Just the two of you. Hobbies. Uh, I think your interest is your kids, pretty much. I think Aretha said that. But outside the kids, if there's such thing as outside the kids, I know when my children was coming up, it really wasn't anything outside the kids. But if you can squeeze some time for yourself, what do you like doing? Traveling. Me and, me and my wife, we love to travel. We, we're we getting ready to head to New York for our anniversary. So we try to get to a point, you know, we much time as we spend with our kids, we do love to get out because I think we need some me time too sometimes, you know, especially with all the working and the bills that you got to deal with and all the hassles of life. You try to get, you know, you don't try to get so much caught up into them that you can spend a little time for yourself. I think you got to grow together. And, you know, and that's one of the things, you, you know, I always say people grow, but do they grow in the same direction? And that's, oh, that's thing, good. You know, yeah, so that's one of the things that we, you know, I'm I'm type person. I don't try to send her somewhere, and I don't go along. And I think the same vice versa, you know, it, and she she's there with me. So that's my that's my mate. You know, I can't say nothing. When God send you people, you know, he send, send it for a reason. You know, and I, like I tell people all the time, everybody always say, y'all look so perfect. And I tell them, no, we're not perfect. We, you know, we just don't put our business out there in the streets. 
we have our little spicks and spats like anybody else, but, you know, we love each other when it's all said and done, and it ain't nothing that we won't do for each other. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is beautiful. Well, folks, just a quick reminder to everyone, you listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family Friends Network. We got Seth and Darling on the line, but they are joined by their guests, our guests tonight, which is Ariza and Mr. Eldrick Cooper. Eldrick is Thelma's son, who is Thelma. Thelma is Uncle Sonny Boy's daughter, who is Uncle Sonny Boy. Uncle Sonny Boy, Elbert Sonny Boy, is the son of Ed and Isabel Kennedy Douglas, okay? So this is the show. Uh, this is the show, and we are just swinging tonight, introducing uh, them to the family, and they are doing a very good job. Well spoken, well spoken, uh, a couple tonight. I really appreciate the, uh, y'all the way you speak. I mean, the information you give quickly. And uh, darling, I want to ask you a question. Um, you had mentioned something about the barbecue. Did you have the opportunity to take advantage of the barbecue that uh, Eldrick put on? I did make it there. It's more of a You were telling me about right it. You were impressed by that, right? Well, I went two years ago. Last year was rained out. And two years ago, and I was like, was my first time there, and I had a great time. Yeah, that's a great thing you do, Eldrick. That's a really good thing you do. Just so you know, I'm sure everybody tell you that, especially getting free stuff. You know, I'm sure they'll tell you that. So listen, I want to do this. I want to go to our next question, but I appreciate y'all doing that. I just kind of had a little something happened here, so y'all bear with me here. Four things at one time. Okay, we talked about your hobbies as adults. Um, I want to ask you this question. Uh, what do y'all think of this blog show? I mean, you kind of hit on a little bit. What do you think of this blog show, Families Coming Together? What do you, what do you think, honest? I want it in your own words. What do you think of the Douglas County Family Friends Network, and what will you tell other family members about it? Like I said earlier, I'm just impressed. And, I mean, I do a lot of things with technology, and this is my first time being part of, you know, like a live blog show like this. But even just, you know, the information that you all share, you know, about the families, like I said, you know, earlier. So my um, my kids, and we got hundreds of family members that we still need to meet, and we just didn't realize it. And so I just think it's, it's awesome, and I just think it's um a creative way to keep um, family members in touch and to, you know, speak highly of one another, another speak of the accomplishment. And so I, I think it's a real neat idea, and I think we need to um, talk to um, to elder, other siblings and get them to call in. And I just appreciate Darlene, too, reaching out to us and thinking enough of us and knowing that we are the um, – family members of Sonny Boy and to invite us and get us connected so that we can be part of this awesomeness that you all are doing. Yes, yes. Great, great, great. Appreciate yeah, that's that. All, that that's, that's, go ahead. <clears throat> I was just saying I appreciate her saying that, you know, because we need to know what other people think about the show also. Well, I must say, um, I'm, 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 again, I'm enjoying this. There's so much to y'all. I can see that y'all are not a simple couple. 
And I understand that you're a principal. You haven't mentioned it. I don't. Well, you might have mentioned it, uh, Reza, but you're a principal. Uh, talk a little bit about that. This principal. So I'm, I'm a principal um, in um, in Elgin at the middle school, and I've been there. Like I said, we live in Lexington. And one thing you know about um, about Eldridge and I is like we just want to be a positive influence for like all kids, you know. And so I, um, when I originally got my degree, my degree was in business. But when we had kids, I went into education, and so. Um, I just I just wanted our kids to know that like educators and being successful didn't only come in one color and so not only my kids but I wanted you know all of the kids to know that like you know hopefully I was hoping we could be that inspiration you know that you know minorities can be principals they can be educators as well and just just be that positive role model and also um so since I work in Elgin I um, live in Lexington, so I am also a member of the school board in Lexington in the um, community that we live in. And so, um, and Eldrick and I, we started um, with his um, brother Gentry Cooper, um, Thelma's oldest son. We started a track club where we work with um, hundreds of of students, athletes, through the summer months with our um, track club, our AAU track club. And so that's the event that we're going to next um, next week. So we had about 28 um, athletes this year advanced to nationals. And so, like, most of our time wow. is, is working with not only our kids, but kids in the community and um, kids, you know, in the school district. So we just, I you know, that. it's about, yeah, so... Yeah, I saw that on your Facebook of various kids, and I, and I applaud you for that. That's that really is really nice. I mean, for real, for real. And I thank you for putting it on Facebook. You know, and if nothing else, family, again, on Facebook, those of you that want to just say something to them, because, you know, we're all about connecting. And, and again, uh, you listen to the Douglas County Family Friends Network. The phone line is full of people. It really is. A lot of area codes. I don't know what are the 13 states is on the line tonight. Remember, a family, most of our listeners will be tuning in on tomorrow and the next day. Blogs are more popular once you go off. Everybody can't listen live. They're busy, they're working, they're sleeping, they're tired. But it's tomorrow when they click on that link that they get inside their email or their text. Uh, this is how they know. Uh, this is where we get most of our listeners from. So anyway, um, just thank you all for, for putting it on Facebook, and their Facebook names are Reza, and she spelled it R-I-Z-A Cooper, and Eldrick, E-L-D-R-I-C-K Cooper. So when y'all see them on the Ed Nisbet page, that's who's on the show tonight. Okay, so again, we're trying to connect family. We are trying our best to connect family. And uh, if you want to say something to them, ask them a question, the phone lines are open. The phone lines are open, 914 205 5590. Don't be shy, folks. Uh, you know, this is your family. I must say this about our family, uh, Reza and Eldrick. They are a little shy. 
some days. And then some days his phone line is just lit up and they're asking all kind of questions. So we don't, we never know. That's some we never know. But I want y'all to know, and I'm sure I speak for uh, Darling, or Darling can speak for herself. Really appreciate y'all coming on. Really appreciate y'all coming on. We begin to mm-hmm. think that we just weren't going to be able to get uh, the uh, Sunday Boy side of the family. And uh, it's for good reasons. You know, we're not the uh, standard. We're not the voices for the family. We don't speak. We're not, we're just little, what I call little gatekeepers, okay? At this little fireside chat, I like to call it. And uh, Darlene thought of the uh, website, the Ed and Isabel page, and I've been doing blogs forever, so I said, why not do a blog? And that's how we got this blog going, and we're just trying to, again, connect with each other. It's just that simple, just that simple. I want to ask some couple more questions. We're moving right along. I appreciate y'all doing such a good job answering these questions. Um, I want to kind of just just change paces just a little bit. Uh, and talk a little bit about politics. We always like to ask one or two questions that involve real-life scenarios. In other words, like, what would y'all do in your real life about this right here? So a lot going on in our world. We got two people running for president. We could very well have a female president in a little bit, or we could very well have a, a gentleman who a lot of people don't care for. I learned that the dog got Trump because some people asking his families to vote for him, believe it or not. So... I wanted to ask a simple question. This is what we call, again, a real-life question, a real-life question. What do you say to the youth about the current situations with police relationships? Y'all know a lot is going on in our world. A lot of youth are listening, hopefully. And uh, what would you say, because y'all deal with you, this is going to be an excellent question for the both of you, because uh, with you having the uh, barbershop, uh, Eldrick, and uh, Reza, you being principal, I'm sure y'all come into a contact with a lot of youth. What do y'all tell the youth in your city, your children, about cops? Well, I think um, I think it's you know you can't stereotype you know like all cops aren't bad cops, but we've always taught our kids, and I think it comes back to being respectful to authority, being respectful to adults. Period. You know, so anytime that adult is addressing our kids, it's always yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, and I just think that that goes a long way with any situation. You know, like I know when we listened to the thing earlier, it was it was talking about you know i thought that was good information like be educated like don't have an attitude put your hands up high you know and just you know regardless of what they asking you even if you feel like you're not being treated right you let adults take care of that you keep your manners and then you let you come back and report it to the adults and you let adults take care of adult business is one yeah. of the things that we teach our kids all the time because at the end of the day even if they're not right we want our kids to respect any elders that they come in contact with. Yes. That's good. That's good. Keep going. I want to hear more of that. <laughs> Were you done? <laughs> that was good. Well, I mean, and, and I think, you know, I think as minorities, you know, even with the things that's going on, like this isn't new to us. So I think ever since our kids have been younger, like we have taught them that, you know, there is a difference, you know, and like even even with their grades and things like that, we teach them like a, a B might be good for, you know, a Caucasian, but for you to be at that same level, you're going to have to have an A+. plus. You know, and we just, you know, we've just always had, you know, honest conversations 
with our kids and expectations of being a minority. Like, you just can't do the minimum. Like, you're going to have to go above and beyond because when you're at the same level, that's not good mm-hmm. enough. Like, you know, so we, we've been teaching our kids that for a long time. So, like, what's going on today, you know, di- didn't change our teaching because we know, you know, what our race has been through. And so we've been educating our kids since they were little on what to do, how to react, how to interact with um, police or anyone of authority, and just, you know, how for them to be successful in life. Like, we've been teaching them, like, there's a difference because of your race, you know. And so um, it's just about, you know, educating and just knowledge is power, you know. Like, sometimes it's not even about, you know, you – where you come from, like, a lot of times what you know is power because it's when you don't know that puts you behind, you know, other races, other people. So we just try to give them as much knowledge as possible. And one thing to just emphasize on what you're saying, you know, racism hasn't went nowhere. You know, it, it, it camouflaged itself, but it hasn't went nowhere. And we know that you got bad people in every type of race that you deal with. But what we talk about, you know, a lot of times is just getting, and it ain't nothing new with what policemen are doing. You know, it just comes to the to the upfront and to the forefront now because people got cell phones and they can record it. But if you look back in New York and L.A., this has been going on for years. But now it's starting to be, you know, more shining of a light on it. But then, you know, we look at it with our, with our kids. You know, we don't we don't talk talk to our kids enough to let them know. You know, they, they're scared of us. You know, it's one thing. They, they're still scared of our, our, our black kids. And I don't know what it is about it, but, but in the same instance, when they're scared of our black kids, they tend to do more things. And I tell people all the time, if they would, you know, laws or whoever, would, when they're doing something to our kids, if they would just think about their own kids, they probably <clears> would <throat> look at it a total different way. You know, respect our kids just like y'all respect y'all. But I think you know they kind of treat our kids like we're like we're dogs to a certain degree. You know I think that they think we like puppies, like we can have some more. You know like oh when you lose one you can get another one. But no more than y'all kids. When y'all kids mess up, you know y'all think the world of them. You know they just got with the wrong crowd or they just going through something. Well our kids are going through the same thing y'all kids are going through. So it's nothing new, you know, because we're and and I look at it we're all prodigy of where we at. You know, you put us around something, we're going to learn things. But now, hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let me just say this, Eldrick. I heard a little noise in the background. I don't know. If, hopefully it's not me. Uh, but we can no, go, no, the no, little noise come through real loud on the, on the phone. Okay. So when we, when we got our family listening later, we don't want them to hear that. I don't know who it is, but just be careful. But go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I had this uh, vehicle on, and there was a uh, key out for me. So, no, okay. and, and I'm emphasizing... You know, just what the family values are and, you know, what people think think of us because, like I say, you know, and it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be torn as a country if we was just worried about each other like it should be. And a lot of times we're not worried about each other. You know, we put more emphasis on on people because they got money or they got wealth or, or, or whatnot, you know. And I, I don't feel like, you know, like I told my wife, you know, the main person that I blame in a lot of this is our justice system. If our justice system huh. would hold some of the uh, accountable, you probably wouldn't have some of the problems that you got going on. Police wouldn't be doing <laughs> this if they knew they would hold to a high standard and they would be prosecuted. 
But when they now, not let me ask you this. That's good, Edric. That's really good. Let me ask you this. You you have a barbershop, and you get a lot of black men in there. I know you do. Do they feel, do you hear that a lot, what you're saying from the from the men there? Is that a, the consensus? Yes, we, we talk we talk about it all the time. And, and, and like I say, I don't, I try to look at it from every type of situation. Because, you know, when I only see it on a one-sided and when we one-sided, because I get a lot of news people that come in, especially when it's a shooting or anything that's done with a white officer dealing with oh, really? a black kid. You know, I get that a lot, and I and I and I used to interview, you know, and talk to them, but then I I cut it out probably about two years ago. I kind of cut it out because, like I told them, y'all come to my barbershop and talk to me if it's a right or wrong issue, not a black and a white issue, because that you know we if we get to society, y'all know it's wrong. But what y'all trying to do is get black folks. We know you know we heated up behind it, and then you go to white people and talk to them. And they're heated up behind it, and we, we're not getting nowhere. You know, if people would just think about some of the things they try to do and make it a right and wrong issue, I think that'll, that'll answer a lot of the questions that we have in society. Wow. Wow. That's good. That is good. That is good. Well, let's do this, family. Let's take a little short break. Get something to drink. And uh, we'll be right back. We always like to take a little break and just come back. But listen, I want to just remind everybody on the phone lines, uh, if you want to ask a question while I'm I'm scrolling up and down the phone lines, y'all know I don't always scroll, okay? So I'm scrolling up and down the phone lines. We have that many callers where I have to scroll. I don't see a hand up. If you want to ask uh, Uncle Sonny Boy's grandson and his wife a question, press 1 on your phone line, okay? Press 1 and we will get your Get to your questions, okay? I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying it. What about you, darling? Oh, sure, I am. Yes, ma'am. I I'm enjoying it. it. I'm so glad that y'all, that y'all. Did I cut y'all? Go ahead, darling. Cause no, I was just saying I expected it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I, I, I can respect what y'all do for the youth. And I know they're not on the phone lines uh, to, uh, you know, to. So you hear that side, but I, I really respect what you do being as principal, and uh, I know without just by having a barbershop, uh, uh, Eldrick, and uh, those men being there, you tell me you fear God the way you do, it's got to be a good environment. I love what you told the media. That's really what I'm trying to say. I really like what you told the media because, like you say, they do know what's right. They do know what's right, and oftentimes they're looking for somebody, one of us, to slip up and say something stupid to support their foolishness, and then they'll quote you for the rest of your life. Of course, not to say you become the new house nigga. Anyway, <laughs> don't want to get too controversial, but you know that's the truth. Well, listen, family, again, you're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. That's what you're listening to. And uh, we are family, like I said earlier, in 13 states. And we are just having a fireside chat with some cousins. And uh, I hope y'all are enjoying this as much as Arlene and I are. I mean, Arlene, that's my wife, y'all. Darlene! (laughs) Darlene and I are enjoying this. So, anyway, I want to take a little short break. Like I said, we'll be right back. Check this out. We'll be right back. I want to thank Brother Jesse. Jesse Gray for the invitation to come here this afternoon 
and participate in this rally, which I believe is for the good of the community, the good, the good of the black community. And anything that's good for the black community, the white man should realize it is good for his community. Uh, Jesse Gray is one of the key persons in the Harlem area, primarily because he's dealing with one of the key problems, the problem of housing. It doesn't make any difference what else you have. If you don't have some place to rest your head, you're in bad shape. Here in Harlem, the reason we say that housing is such a, a key problem, when you live in a poor neighborhood, you're living in an area where you have to have poor schools. When you have poor schools, you have poor teachers. When you have poor teachers, you get a poor education. And when you get a poor education, you, you are uh, destined to be a, a poor man and a poor woman the rest of your life. Poor education, you can only work on a poor paying job. And that poor paying job enables you to live again in a poor neighborhood. So it's a very vicious cycle. And usually these uh, uh, bad housing conditions result from the fact, as Mr. Gray has pointed out, of absentee landlords, people who are rich and live downtown and let you and I live up here in the shack. Actually, it's a form of 20th century slavery. And what you and I have to let the man know is we are peaceful people. We are loving people. We love everybody who loves us. But we don't love anybody who doesn't love us. We're nonviolent with people who are nonviolent with us. But we are not nonviolent with anyone who is violent with us. Once those intentions are made known, we can get to the nitty gritty of the problem. We can get to the core of the problem. We can get to the root of the problem. And then we can correct the problem. There's been a lot of talk uh, said recently can, when, uh, because I was supposed to have said something about Negroes should buy rifles. White people have been buying rifles all their lives. No commotion. I see an editorial right here in a paper they call the Journal America, one that we happen to have a suit for, suit against for around $6 million for saying the wrong thing a few years ago. It says that uh, we're, some, we're supposed to be organizing some kind of Negroes to arm themselves with rifles and shotguns for self-defense. America is based upon the right of people to organize for self-defense. This is in the Constitution of the United States. You read it for yourself. Brother James had the Constitution. He brought the Constitution in with him. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, what, what is that? No, what article is that? <coughs> The Second Amendment to the Constitution uh, spells out the right of people under this particular governmental system to have arms to defend themselves. All of you know I'm not an integrationist. I'm a believer in the Honorable Elijah and follower of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. I'm still a Muslim. My religion is Islam. I run into some obstacles in the nation of Islam, and I feel that I can best serve the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's purpose and program and carry into uh, existence what I feel, I understand, 
concerning his objective better on the outside than I can on the inside. And, and now that I have the independence of action, it's my intention to work with everybody or against everybody, whatever the case may be, to try and get some kind of immediate solution to the problems that are confronting our people. I still believe the best thing for us to do is go back home to Africa. But while we're getting ready to go back, we've got to eat now, we've got to sleep now, we have to have some clothes now, our children have to go to school and we need some place to work. So whatever kind of action program can be devised to get us the things that are ours by right, then I'm for that kind of action no matter what the action is. I don't think when a man is being criminally treated that some criminal has the right to tell that man what tactics to use to get the criminal off his back. When a criminal starts misusing me, I am going to use whatever necessary to get that criminal off my back. And the injustice... Some of us have other belief systems, and it's okay. 
you know, maybe one day they'll come to God. They'll come to know Christ. But they don't. They're not there yet. A lot of our youth, they're not there yet. They will really love what they just heard. Uh, that's how we think. But a lot of our youth really, that's how they think. Like Malcolm, I love those that love me. Well, no, you still love all people. But there's nothing wrong with arming yourself, folks, and protecting your family. But you better arm yourself with love first and foremost. Well, Mr. Eric and Risa, what do y'all think of that clip? Just really quickly, we'll have to talk about it too much. Just what do you think of it? Um, I, I don't know. I guess I, I really didn't. I really wasn't paying attention too much to what he was saying. Okay. Okay, Mr. Eldrick. Can y'all hear me? Okay. It's it, Eldrick in his um his five one two five zero seven number. Oh, he switched numbers on me. Hold on a second. Yeah. Okay, hold on. There we go. I'm sorry. All right, now you're oh, you're open. That's a different phone line altogether. Okay, Eric Code five one two five zero seven. Edric. Yes, Edric. I am. Um, just you got you're back now. Just want to know what you think of the little clip we played, and then we'll switch gears. Well, I loved it. You know, my, my thing of it is, you know, looking and and learning more about Malcolm X is learning about our people, and he was getting us ready for a lot of things that was going on already back in the day. And, you know, and a lot of stuff that we don't know as black people that, that a lot of people don't enlighten us or don't educate us about it, you know. And one of the things, you know, just as much as they got right, we got our right too. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to say this and then we'll go back to the interview. But uh, I was listening to an attorney, and I put him on my Facebook because he really startled the, the heck out of me. He said this to all African-Americans. His attorney just took it upon himself. He represents black young males all the time, y'all. And he said, I want to, this message is for all African-Americans. Now I want y'all to listen to this. And again, watch the little noise in the background. He said, for those African-Americans that tear their kids, do whatever he say. I heard a little noise still. Y'all heard that? Uh, hold on, let me just. What I'll do is mute lines until they go away, and that's how we'll know which line this. Okay, it went away. So, Edric, it looks like it's your line. If you could, there's a little noise in the background. It comes out real loud when we play when we play it back later. So, yeah, anyway, is it any better? Is the noise any time. better? Now stop. Is it any? I don't hear it right now. Okay, for sure, I don't hear okay. it. Okay. Well, anyway, okay. this attorney he said this, and I'm gonna say this to the family as well. He said, when you pull over by the police officer. Yes, do everything they ask you. And he said it would be wise to say yes, sir, and no, sir. Again, like Malcolm said, by enemy necessary. Say yes, sir, no, sir. De-escalate the problem. If you know the officer has a, he's coming to the car and he's got a, maybe feel like he, you can just see in his eyes, he just want to harass you. Sometimes you can feel their spirit. You can feel the spirit. You can tell what they're about. Tell them, yes, sir, no, sir. Show them your license. Have your hand on the steering wheel. He said, but don't go waving rights now, folks. If they offer to search your car and you know you don't have anything, I mean, you can allow them to search if you want, but if you don't want them to search, you can tell them you don't want them to search. You have that right. And he said, because the minute they pull you over and they see that you're so afraid of them, that you can treat them any kind of way, guess what? They will. 
And he said, I represent black black young men. And he, he must be a good attorney because a lot of people go to him, according to what I was reading up on him. And he was just saying a lot of these young people, they are scared to death. And sometimes they wave and rice and they make the situation worse by not knowing their rights. So it pays, family. Educate your, your kids about what their rights are. And that, that little clip earlier was about that. Anyway. Let's go back to the uh, interview. We had talked about several things, um, the kids quite a bit. We talked about what you guys like. I want to switch gears and kind of get into the spiritual aspect of things. Y'all kind of hit that a little bit earlier. But what encourages uh, you or inspires you? I know you hit it already, but I want to hit hit it a little bit harder. What inspires Eldred, really? What's your engine? What makes you tick? What's your goals? What, What are you living for? Well, my thing of it is God, you know, God, you know, because I look at it, he's the head of our house, you know, and, and I know I can't do nothing without him, you know, and, and I know if you if you think about it and you, you really sit down in your, in your spiritual mind and think about a lot of things that it can only be God, it can only be, you know, our Savior, you know, that, that does it for us because there's a lot of times, you know, I, I got bills, and we're going through family crisis, and 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 you know, and I and I'm a true believer. You know, God said, "I got all you need. I've taken care of you. I'll be a father to the fatherless, and I'll be a mother to the motherless." And I and I really do believe that because you know, He's He's there for us when we we when we don't even care about ourselves. He's still taking over. And I and I look at it. One thing is saying, you know, we're we're being blessed. I always tell people. You know, you're, when you know that God is is only because of God, you're better than blessed. Because some you, you you're blessed when you wake up in the morning and you can you can be in your right state of mind, or you you know you can move another day. We're already being blessed. But then when you know that it ain't nobody but God and it's Jesus, you know you got to know that you're better than blessed. And you know, and I look back over at my family and look at you know even with my grandfather, you know all his siblings and and all his his children and and all his cousins and everybody you know you look at it and say look at the the lifeline that you know that that it came from that you know and I know he, they had to be blessed you know because my mom you know I look at her you know and and I and she was a you know a church going woman you know and and like I say you know and and they said you know when I got we used to always go to church all the time and when I was younger you know, I got to a point where I was like, boy, when I get out of school, I'm not going to go to church no more. When I get grown, I'm not going to church. But then when I look back and I, and I look at it, that's where all my help comes from is knowing God, you know, and being there and being grounded in church. So, you know, that's Amen. where all my, my, my help comes from. I like that. I like that. Now I want you to I want you to be thinking about this question. It's not um, it's not a part of the questions I sent you, but I want you to tell us about your mom in about four minutes. Uh, in about uh, spend about four minutes talking about your mom. Not now. I want to go to your wife asking her the same exact question. What inspires? Uh, what in, uh, encourages? I mean, I mean, hit that a little harder, uh, Miss Reza, and then we're gonna come back to uh, you, uh, Eldrick, and I want you to talk a little bit about Thelma because we. We, we haven't heard that name. We we know that that's uh, Uncle Sonny Boy's daughter, but I'd love for you to talk about it just a little bit, uh, if you don't mind. Be thinking about it while your wife talks. If you don't mind, you don't mind it, do you? No. Okay, good. All right, uh, Miss Ariza, uh, same question. Um, I guess, you know, I would say it's about, you know, 
being a shining light for others, you know, it's like inspiring them and being able to say, you know, I touched someone in a positive way or I made an impact, a difference in their life in a positive way, you know, whether it be like elderly, your family members, you know, kids, I think, um, you know, just, you know, just knowing, you know, I, I think even like me going into education, you know, everybody know we don't go into education because of the pay, but we go into education because of the lives we touch and the impact that, you know, and that we can have on others around us. And so I just think making a difference not only for my life but for the lives of people around us. And I think that even goes back to, you know, being um, active in the church, being, you know, my husband and I or deacon and deaconess, but, you know, just letting our light shine and even – you know, it kind of go back to even the, um, you know, some of the things that's going around, you know, all the negativity with the, you know, the police officers, you know, the shootings, you know. I think, you know, just constantly focusing on the positive and good because if we um, if we focus on negative, it just, it just drowns us. So I think even at the end of the day, you know, there's always something positive that we can focus on, you know, and I guess kind of like looking at your cup half full instead of looking at it half empty. Like, what are the positives? And so even when people's Facebook is, you know, constantly bringing up the negativity, yeah, we need to be educated of what's going on around us, but we can't let negativity consume us, you know. And so I just think like focusing on the positive and bringing out the best in people is, is kind of something that inspires me, you know, and to know that I've had that impact or were able to touch people and influence and, you know, and just be a positive role model for the people around me, you know, whether it be, you know, the people I'm educating, whether it's a young mother, whether it's a young wife, you know, just, you know, just really being a positive role model for, for those that's looking looking at you, you know. Yep, I like that. So that is a lot that you guys are pulling from for inspiration, for guidance. Um, calling, you're calling. Uh, it's very interesting. It's very, it's full of substance. You know, it's full of substance. Are darling any any comments or question on that particular response before I go into this to talk about Thelma? Um. Well, I I kind of knew that because I knew she was in education. And how long have you been in education? So I've been in education for um, 16 years. Okay. Okay. And, 16 years um, a long I time. Was a math te- I, was a math- yeah, I was a math teacher before, um, before um, being in administration. That's good. Okay. That's good. That's very well, good. Well, listen, uh, Mr. Eldrick. All right, let's talk about Thelma, Uncle Sonny Boy's daughter, okay? Um, yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are interested in this response. Um, who is she? We know she was Uncle Sonny uh, Boy's daughter, but who is she? Uh, how is she? Just, just just, anything you want to share about your mom, please. My mom, uh, a special woman, you know, she, she kind of in, in embedded a lot of things in me, hard work you know, doing things and, and being the man that I am today, the how to treat a woman, how to treat, you know, their family. You know, she loved, one thing I can say about my mom, you know, she loved her dad. You know, even before I really knew her dad, she she always talked about it, her dad, you know, being going to Fort Worth and talking about her brothers, just the love that she had for her brothers, 
you know, and sister, you know, and that's just one of them things that I just remember so much, you know, getting the visits, you know, I, I before I even knew who they was, you know, I got the visits, you know, some of my, my uncles that came down, Uncle E.C. and Uncle Eddie, you know, and, and you know, I, I got to meet them, you know, and my mom just, you know, it, she, she got so excited when they did come down and visit her, but she, she was a wonderful person to raise, you know, 10 kids. You know, and, and with my, my dad, you know, I, I really didn't have a lot, of, you know, going on with my dad when I was coming up. You know, it was one of those type of things. And the only person I really had was my mom. And my mom, you know, embedded with where she kept her mom, you know, and that's kind of the family values, you know, that you had. She didn't put her in a, when my grandmother got sick, she didn't put her in a nursing home. Uh, she brought her home and we kept her. You know, when my mom had to work, I guess me and my older brother that was there, we we kind of took that on ourselves to kind of help our mom. And, you know, we, we, we helped take care of my grandmother. You know, so that's one of the things that I look at now and just kind of think about you know, what my mom, you know, and the, and the value. You know, we did have enough, you know, and it was love there. And that's one of the things that you you, you can't never put a uh, – uh, you can't measure it or put a – Put a uh, dollar on, you know, and that's love, you know. And we are we breaking up? Yeah, uh, you're breaking up just a little bit. If you can uh, go, and especially uh, uh, you're breaking up, you might want to move around a little bit. Go ahead. Is I'm in a better area? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. And, and, and speaking of that, let me just say this real quickly, because you're doing a good job. I want you to keep going in that road. Stay on that road. But I want to remind everybody, uh, though, because we got a lot of new callers, uh, if you listen to this show because you clicked on a link and you didn't call the phone number, you clicked on a link that you got in your email or on a text, folks, you're going to be disconnected at 10 o'clock. Uh, you have to call the phone line at 10. We're only contracted to 10. We always go over another hour, which we won't be an hour. Of, we won't go to 11 tonight, but I'm just saying we could if we wanted to. So we'll continue after 10. So if you want to not be disconnected at 10 and stay on with us, you got to call the phone number after, but before 10 o'clock. So again, and if you're listening... And you didn't call the number. If you call the number, just stay with, stay put, especially after 10, because you will not be able to call back if you hang up. So if you click on the link, call the phone number. That's in your, your information there. Um, it looked like somebody just dropped here. Hold on a second. Okay, now we're back. Never mind. Never mind. Ignore that. So anyway, the phone number is 914-205-5590. 914-205-5590. Okay, go ahead, uh, Mr. Eldrick. Talk about your mom, Devin. Yes, and, and and like I said, you know, with her, she 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 always instilled for us to get an education, you know, and and one of the things, you know, I was probably one of the one of the ones that kind of that kind of that my mom kind of took over and, and kind of put me over the family family, I guess, you know, as anything. Me being the youngest, she kind of told me to kind of you know take care of a lot of the stuff, a lot of the business that was you know doing when when my mom got sick. She kind of put me in charge of, you know, that if something should happen, I was going to be over it, you know. And I and I look back over it now, you know, when when you kind of older, when I was younger, I kind of looked at that saying, well, I think we as a family, we're going to come together and we'll be able to do it. But as I look over a little bit later, when I when I see your parents see something in you in your kids, they know every last one of their kids, 
they know the ones that's going to take care of business and the ones that's not going to take care of business. So huh. I kind of, wow. you know, I, so I kind of look at them things there and I kind of think that, you know, the value that my mom looked in, you know, and what she raised and, and what she put in instilled in us all, you know, and, and like I say, all of us are, are successful in life. You know, we take care of our families, you know, so that's one of the things I look at that strong family value that we do have. And I think that just that just uh, you know a twinkle down effect from from my grandfather and 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 from the you know from his dad and and mom. So it's just kind of one of them things that just keeps on going. Wow, that's good. That's good. I knew that you would have something there, and and I uh, wish that I could have gotten to know more of Sunny Boy's side of him. My mother was. Uh, that was her favorite uncle, his uncle Sonny Boy, and um, he would visit us very rare, but he would come visit us. And uh, I remember the watermelons he sold, and and uh, it looked like I don't want to get in trouble, but he might have been one uh, a lot. He was a favorite uncle. I'll just say to many people, I'll just stay keep safe like that. But anyway, uh, and, and and by the way, uh, we lost uh, uh, Risa, but she's back. Just so you know, uh, uh, Miss Cooper, you are on the line with us, okay? All righty. <laughs> so let's do this. I'll pose this next question to you. We got like one more question, two more questions, and we'll wrap this interview up. But I'm really enjoying this, and y'all just keep taking your time, keep doing what you're doing. You're doing wonderful. Really appreciate it. I'm sure the family is learning a lot about you at this point, okay, and your mom as well and your, and your children. So, uh, darling, why don't you go ahead and la- ask the last two questions, and I'll just kind of uh, listen if you don't mind. Okay, um, let me get back here. But let me say this before I get here. I can, I met Thelma, and from day one, she was the same. She never changed. I mean, she was just legit, you know. Okay. And her, uh, how they describe her was a loving daughter, mother, and grandmother. So um, that that's when you say how they describe her, what do you mean, they? Who are you talking about? Her family described her as oh, a loving okay. daughter, daughter, okay. mother, and grandmother. See, Thelma uh, met my mom. They would meet every now and then, and she made a point because she wanted to know us because she knew that my dad was her first cousin and she didn't know anything about us. And her main thing with us, I'm talking about me, my sisters, and my brothers, was that she wanted to know us. And down-to-earth person, like I say, from day one, she never changed. She was just the same person, same loving person. Okay. That's good. Oh, you know, I was just oh, thinking of the scripture. Why you was telling her how she hadn't changed? I couldn't help but think of the scripture that said, God is a God that changes not. And a lot of people don't know when you're changing a whole lot, that just means you're not like God. And there's a lot of shifting and changing of your mindset. But the more you're like God, I'm not trying to put you, our cousin here is God and nothing like that. Don't y'all be tripping with me. But people that are more like God change the least. The people that's not like God, they have to do a lot of changing and reconstruction. So just just let why. Oh, here's a minister talk about that, and I'll say, wow, that's that's something. The more 
you're not like God, the more he has to change you. The more you are like God, the less he has to change. So when you see older people, a lot of them stay in their ways. That's because they've learned the truth. They learn what life is all about. Young people, what do they do? Change every five minutes. Just a little FYI. <laughs> Go ahead, darling. <laughs> okay, the next question, and they kind of already answered this, is uh, who do you think for things being as good as it is for you two? You saying being you say as good as they are for us too? Okay. Mm-hmm. Who do you, who do you think? And and you know I mean we we gonna say the same thing as God because like Eldridge mm-hmm. and I we um we when we first met you know like we were young and you know we didn't have the relationship in you know, um, that we have now, but it really took us, you know, getting into church at Morningstar and Dope Springs and just getting to know God and start, you know, putting, you know, putting away some of the flesh and just being more about doing what God would have us to do and, you know, being a praying family, being a church that, you know, being a family that goes to church on a regular basis, it, it just it just started changing us. So, like, the people we are now, we we wouldn't have been the same people, you know, 20-some years ago, and, um, you know, people in Rockdale, because that's where I'm from, and that's where Eldrick and I met, like, they were like, oh, my gosh, we can't believe y'all are still together, but had we not um, been <laughs> raised in church and came back to what we known, we probably wouldn't be who we are now, and I just, you know, I just do believe that comes from our family raising us and us having a relationship with God. Okay. Now, what year did you finish high school? Were you the valedictorian or salutatorian or something like that? No, I um I graduated um, um in Rockdale in 1990. I graduated with honors. Uh, I wasn't okay. a salutatorian, valedictorian. Probably would have been had I applied myself more. But um I um but so I, you know, I went to school in Rockdale and graduated um in 1990 um from from Rockdale. Okay. So you're the oldest, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the oldest um, of of, okay. our, of my mom's um, kids. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think we're up to the final words, the very last words. What would you like to say to the family? Um, first of all, like, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Andrew. No, the first thing I would just say, thank y'all. You know, I I can't thank y'all enough for, for bringing us on. And like I say, I'm 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 hoping to to hear a lot from my family. You know, from the time being, like I say, you we're on Facebook. My number is out there. Uh, you know, I, I I like I say, I have a barber shop. And you know, and and darling, I know you know a lot of our information. But I would love to okay, hold on, uh, hold on, hear. Hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, everybody. There's a little noise in the background. We couldn't hear what you were saying. It's a little like pages turning okay. or something. Just okay. We want to hear you. We want to hear you. Okay. Can you hear me a little bit better now? Uh, yes, we heard you. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's that's much better. Okay. Okay. And the only thing I was just saying that you know I would love to hear more from my family. You know, from learning a lot more about them and 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 getting back and for our kids can know about their family. You know, I thank God for for y'all giving us the opportunity to come on and interview. You know, you know, with me and my wife. And, you know, and I know this ain't gonna do nothing but open up more doors for us yes. to get closer as a family. Yes, you're right. It will. I speak that by faith. It will. It will. 
All right, and uh, go ahead, Miss uh, Ariza. Uh, what final words to the family? Say, I was just going to say we appreciate you all taking your time to learn more about us and our families because clearly with 300 and something grand and great-grandkids, you all can mm-hmm. chosen anyone. And so we just we just take it an honor, and you know, with us being so family driven, and you know, our family being our top priority, and you know, family being top priority, we just appreciate the family, you know, selecting us to be the one to share our family with our family members that we don't know yet, and you know, and we just pray that we can meet more of our family members. Um, and this is a good way for us to get in touch with them and maybe find out more about reunions and just trying to figure out. And like my husband said earlier, like we like to travel. So it would be good to know, like, if we're in Arkansas or if we're in a state that we have family members that maybe we could go to our Facebook or call in on Tuesday and just say, hey, family, we're going to be in this state because we like to travel and hopefully we can get a connection with our family members when we're up there um, visiting whatever state that they live in. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that's exactly. Uh, uh, Reza, that's exactly why we're here. Which, what you just said, big connection. And it's a slow process. Now, let me get. Let me say this, okay? Because I don't want anybody participating in this process to get impatient. Let me just say this: we have two rules, and one of them is be patient, and the other one is be positive. And the patient part of it is for this reason. Sometimes. I've learned this during this blog. People just don't trust family sometimes. They, some of them have bad experiences. Let's just be real. We ain't making it negative. It's just true. And they're afraid. They may expect rejection on one side of the family. They think you're going to reject them as well. Well, on this show, on this show, we welcome everybody, and it's all positive. Yes, I know that's not realistic. I know there's a lot of people with issues, drama, all kind of stuff. And I know there's some history in this family with different branches. I understand all that. But this show, this show is designed to keep it positive. We don't want to hear nothing negative about nobody in this family. Maybe later on, a couple of years from now, once we really know each other, we can open up some of those, you know, uh, and just see what's going on and try to learn some more history in a more realistic way. And I know some people say, but y'all are keeping it real. Well, yeah, we are. Because positive is real. We know negative is real, too. Yeah. But right now, we're just dealing with positive. So I am so thankful that the two of you guys have come on and to be talking to somebody from bloodline branch of Sonny Boy. I mean, I, I just do. I remember Mama, like I said earlier, my mother was Irene, um, uh, Azalee's daughter. I know y'all may not know who those names are now, but the more you listen to the show, the more you hear my mother's name, Irene, and, and Azalee, which is uh, Uncle Sonny Boy's um, sister. The more you hear those names, you know, it sounds, because I'm sure when I first came on, I sounded foreign to everybody. Who is Seth? Who is Darlene? But they hear us. They hear us. And uh, hopefully y'all are listening in the future. Uh, I know you're busy. You sound like some busy bees up there in, in uh, Austin or down there in Austin. Okay, I know y'all are busy. But remember, the shows are recorded, family. And when I talk to y'all, I'm talking to everybody. The shows are recorded, family. If you don't, if you can't listen on Tuesday night, it's not a problem. You can listen on Friday night. You can listen Friday morning. You can listen while you're at the grocery store, while you're doing whatever you do. Uh, so this is a kind of show you can just play it at any time. You can always know it's going to be rated P. 
PG. It's going to always be uh, positive and upbeat, and I guarantee you every single show you're going to learn something about, uh, it'll be something about the Addy side of the family. It'll be something about Calvin Calls a Lot. That is Addie's grandson, and you hear about a Dorothy Span and uh, everybody on that side, that, that particular branch. Just think of a tree. Just think of a tree really quickly here. Just think of a tree with seven arms, okay, that had children, seven arms, okay. Azalee, my grandmother, Addie, and think of Dosha, uh, and... Um, uh, I'm talking about those that had children. And then think of the boys, Dugan, uh, Ennis, Buddy, Ennis, Douglas, they call him Buddy, and lastly, y'all's grandfather, Sonny Boy. These are seven branches bearing kids. There's two more, but I'm just talking about the ones bearing kids. And those kids had kids, and those kids have kids. I think it's somewhere around 3,000 people. That's my guess. So this show... This show is just trying to connect them, okay? That's all we're trying to do, and I think y'all did a wonderful job introducing the family to um, uh, Thelma. Uh, uh, you're talking about your mom, Eldrick. If she was, if she could hear you, um, she'd be very proud of you to, to just put her name out there and the things you said. I did not know that at all. Never heard of that, okay? The things you said, and I appreciate you sharing that. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. Uh I think you gave your final words. Uh, Darling, any other questions or responses you have for them before I wrap up the show? I think what we'll do is once we put them on hold and let them go, you and I just have kind of can have final thoughts and we'll wrap up the show if you don't mind. We're doing it that way. But, Darling, anything right now for them? Um, Eldred, let, let him go through and um, name all his sisters and brothers real quick. We got oh, uh, Linda. Yes. Uh, my oldest is, is three girls, is Linda, Gloria, and Nola. Nola being the second oldest, I'm sorry, I behind Linda. And then it came with the boys, you know, it came with Gentry, Leon, and Donald. And then it came two other girls, and that was Ollie. And then with the two last, it was the two boys, that was Gerald. And as uh, me, Eldridge. So that was, that's the ten of us. So she had them in, she had them in spurts. Three girls, then three boys, then two girls, and then two boys. So <laughs> that's the family tree right there. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Huh. Uh, history, okay. history, history in the making. Well, listen, yeah. not going to hold y'all. Thank y'all very much for coming on, sharing, and I would encourage you just do must do me one favor. Darlene can answer favor yeah. if you want, but I'm going to ask you this favor <laughs> for both of y'all, uh, Reza and Eldrick. One favor. Just share with your family. Tell them to get in touch with Darling or myself, and I would like to interview someone else. We can't get enough of Sonny Boy's side of the family. Here's why. We've had on Dugan uh, side of the family. We've interviewed several people. I know we've had at least five or six people we've interviewed on that side. We've had on Azalee, my grandmother. We've had, I know we've interviewed at least three or four of them. Uh, we've had on Ennis Buddy for sure. We've had on the Dosha side of the family. Ad, I mean, we, Addy, we had on everybody, but 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 the Sunny Boy side. So I'm looking forward to interviewing anybody that'll come on. Uh, Cause we family, 
and the more, uh, you know, you guys are on Facebook. I mean, we just need to know who those names are and click them now. Watch. You'll see what is going to happen. Now that y'all have been on, watch. You're going to get more people asking to be friends, commenting on your children, activities. Watch. And that's what this is all about. So, anyway, I'll wrap that up by saying thank y'all very much. Any last words? Anything y'all going to say before I meet your lines? We thank you. We, thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ms. Reza. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I was just saying thank you, and I just wanted to end by saying I know that um, my mother-in-law is smiling in heaven because, like Elder said earlier, like she, I mean, she was so crazy about her Douglas family and just the idea that, you know, seven, eight years later, you know, after her passing, you know, you all reached out and getting to know her kids, I, you know, I just think that means, would mean the world to her. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Mr. Eldrick, anything? I uh, know. My wife kind of summed it up. I just I just can't thank y'all enough for the opportunity that y'all gave us to do this interview and, you know, to kind of, you know, get, get our side out a little bit. You know, I was kind of shocked with me being the baby boy of the, the group, and I thank Darlene for, you know, thinking of us, even, you know, to put us involved to even do something like this. And, and like I say, I, I love it. You know, I will be, y'all will have another listener there, you know, to kind of, you know, to be hanging on there so you can count on us being in. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And tell your children I said hello. And I do mean spread this to the other side of the family. Just say, hey, get a hold of Darlene. They want to talk to you. Get a hold of Seth. They just want to hear more from my side of the family. It don't matter who. They don't have to have done anything uh, great. It can be a regular, everyday person. I mean, we don't play those play those little class games. Anybody that yes. wants to come on and talk about their life, we just can kick you with it. Maybe they can, you can even hang out and co-host with us. That's cool, too. Anybody can come on this show. It really is just that simple. Well, thank y'all very much, and y'all have a good night. And uh, we're not going to end just yet. We're going to talk about y'all until we put y'all on hold. Y'all can listen to the comments. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to go ahead and meet y'all's line for now. Darling and I are going to have final words. We'll wrap up the show, okay? All right. Okay. Thank y'all. Have All a right. good night. Thanks for coming. And hopefully they'll stay uh, tuned in because we're going to wrap the show in about 10 minutes. But darling, uh, I really want to thank you for uh, bringing them on. Uh, really, really, you you get a star, a couple of stars for that. Uh, five <laughs> stars for that, to tell you the truth. It was first-class couple. Uh, you had said earlier they make a good couple. They really do sound like good people. Good God center people. I know they're not. I know people not perfect. I don't want to make it like everybody's so perfect. But I just enjoy listening to people that's out and about and really helping young people. And you can't produce the kind of Facebook. Uh, I know pictures ain't everything, folks. I understand that. But uh, just to be involved in young people's life, God is going to bless them for that. You agree? Sure, I do. Sure, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's take a look. Say it again. I said they are a dynamite couple. Yeah. Yeah, well, let's do this, darling. Let's take a little short break, and we'll come back and end this show, okay? But uh, I really thoroughly enjoyed that. We'll be right back, folks. Do a little medley here. Be right back.
and you have been listening to a very well uh, uh, show tonight. I'm sure this show will be really popular. With the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network, I'm Seth. Darlene is all the way in Austin, Texas. I'm in Fort Worth. And uh, we just had on some, uh, again, more family uh, from another branch, the Sunny Boy side of the family, first time. And uh, I'm sure a lot of those uh, are, well, are on the phone line. These phone numbers I'm not recognizing. So thank you all for tuning in and holding on, staying steady. Uh, just FYI again, uh, Ed and Isabel had uh, nine children, to be exact. And we kind of uh, went over this earlier, but I just want to remind everybody who those children were. Uh, again, the daughters were Addie, Azalee, Dosha, Anime, we call Elvira, and Elvira, and uh, I'll let Darlene mention the boys, make it make it even. Okay, uh, we had MB, which is Dugan, Uncle Sonny Boy, which is Albert, uh, Papa Buddy, which is Ennis Douglas, and they had a very young brother that died real early on and I believe his name was Kamal a Kendall something like that uh, but also the family may know uh, a Lee Richard a Bertha Douglas a Jewel Douglas and a Milton Douglas were also uh, Ed Douglas's son and there you have it that was the family. Just think of a tree with with eight with nine branches. Seven of them growing fruit, two of them not. And those are the seven, uh, uh, the main seven of the first names we mentioned. Okay, all right. So those of you that's new to all of this, that's that's there. You have that is your family. That is your family, folks. And y'all, please, I want to invite you to keep listening. Tune in next Tuesday. Next Tuesday we have a surprise for the entire family. Next Tuesday. I'm going to say it again. We have a surprise for the family, okay? We ain't going to tell y'all what's going to be or who it's going to be, but you want to tune in next Tuesday, all right? And also, Douglas, Sunny Boy side of the family, y'all have birthdays, anniversaries. Slip those to Darlene and I on Facebook, and we'll go ahead and include those with the other birthdays and anniversaries, all right? Just because we're family, and so we'll all know and, and be in one accord, okay? Well, darling, last comments about the show, and we'll wrap it up. Great show. I believe we had a very, very great show. Uh, Risa and Eldrick showed up, and, and they did very good. I, I'm really thankful that they came on and enjoyed themselves. And can't say enough. Great show. Yes, 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 and I uh, hope they hope they know how much we really mean it, and not just saying that. This show, I know we didn't have on Tasha, uh, 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 Sunny Boy side of the family, everybody else. We didn't have on the special segment Tasha, where she talks about recipes, remedies, and reduced prices. We didn't have on William B tonight talking about uh, finances. Nor do we have on. But I've tried to been lately. I've been bringing on. Um, 
Gwen Burks with her e-courager. So hopefully next week we'll pick up with those. Uh, so y'all don't be too mad at me. I have to do something a little different with Malcolm. And we just got to be a little different. We got to remember there's young people listening. There's all kinds of people listening. And sometimes sometime we can be too churchy or too this or too that. So I try to mix it up with stuff. So hopefully y'all understood that. Anyway, I love every single one of you. I love every single one of you. And there ain't nothing you can do about it. Good night. Remember, I put a last uh, a lot into the first and last song. So listen to this last song, family. Uh, listen to this last song. I always put a lot into it. Uh, think about it. Think about it. Good night, darling. Good night. All right, family. Good night to y'all, family. Check this out.